In today's show, we've got news about Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, Epcot construction deadlines, I mean, expected deadlines, what's going on with Walt Disney World annual passes, (laughs) and now tickets, (laughs) headline news, meetups, trivia, and oh, so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey, before we get too far into the show, we want to let you know about our good friends and sponsors, Destinations to Travel. As travel starts opening up, not only in the United States, but all over the world, you're going to want to be well aware of whatever restrictions or COVID travel plans that you need to make to make sure that you have the best vacation. I mean, Tony and I just got off cruises. Had we not known what we needed to do before we got there, it could have saved us. It, it, it saved us a lot of time and money. Because uh, there were some things that we had to do beforehand. And the only way that you can really get to know that is either spend all your free time researching it or let our friends at Destinations to Travel be your guide to your next great vacation. doesn't matter what you're wanting to do. Uh, a vacation trip, a cruise, you want to go somewhere, maybe there's an all-inclusive that's open to guests from the United States or wherever you're listening from. Destinations to Travel can be your guide and they'll save you time money and frustration and it all costs you nothing so why wouldn't you go to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel sign up today and you'll also be putting your your name in on the form that'll let you know the next time disney puts out anything like free dining any discounts that are going on they'll let you know you'll be the first to know maybe you want to try to book your own star cruiser event and you rob fort knox hey they can do it for you our friends at destinations to travel are the best we appreciate them we're so glad to be partnered with them they'll help you guys out and again it doesn't cost you a dime go to disneyparkspodcast.com forward slash travel sounds how you doing buddy good how about you what's uh exciting uh not a lot been been kind of busy you know getting ready for thanksgiving you just came back from uh new york yeah good trip New York, New York. I will tell you, you have to go see the Christmas show at Radio City Musical if you've never done it. Uh, this is, I think, this is the year to do it. Uh, everybody has to be vaxxed. You have to show your card to get into the theater, and uh, the ticket prices are extremely, extremely cheap. Extremely wow. cheap. Uh, I was seeing mezzanine tickets recently for thirty nine dollars. Wow! They, they are just looking to put butts in seats to you know make the theater full. Uh, we sat in the orchestra for the first time, uh, you know, for a hundred bucks a seat. But normally those are eight hundred to twelve hundred dollars that I've looked in the past. So, you know, it, it's a good show. They changed it up a little bit, but you know, New York City's trying to be very cautious. You know, restaurants are asking for a vax card. You have to be vaxxed to go into any building, almost. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so just you know, they have an app. It's called new york city safe covid or something like that and you can upload your id and your covid card and then you just show it to people at the door yeah, here's my card here's my card so right. you don't actually have to carry the card around they'll take the picture mm-hmm. 
That's proof. As long as the ID matches the name on the Vax card, duh. Right. Uh, and it was funny going down. Our plane was like half empty. Going to New York, coming back, <laughs> the complete opposite. <laughs> Always full coming to Florida. <laughs> That's right. The no land of the what. free. <laughs> That's right. The wild, wild west. Oh wait, you don't have to wear a mask anywhere indoors at a restaurant. What? Oh, I'm going to Florida. I got to go to Florida. I you can go to the get... beach. You can go to the beach. You go to Walt Disney World. Yeah. You can go to Europe. Florida. Yeah. Oh my god. You can yeah. breathe real air cleanly, not yeah. masked, yeah. not yeah. yeah. filtered. I'm going yeah. to Florida. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. So. Uh, I would. This was a time we kind of set aside to talk a little bit about the D23 destination. Mm. D23. Excuse me. I got that wrong. But uh, Tony was traveling. I was super overwhelmed. and We really yeah. didn't spend a lot of time on it. I, I went through my social media a lot. And, yeah. you know, we're going to talk about some of the big ticket item news stories anyway. Um. We've got a show, <laughs> if you're a Patreon subscriber, yeah. that specifically talks about the D23 event. So not to tease you guys, but you should definitely hop on Patreon. Right. Uh, we'll talk about that just a little bit. But yeah. uh, underwhelmed, I think, is the word that everybody... Yep. There was another word that I don't want to use in the open show, but uh, underwhelming, I think, was the word that most people came away mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if there had to be a favorite part from what you've seen, Tony, what what would it be for you? Watching Josh struggle with a lightsaber. <laughs> oh my god! What, I'm holding up watching a uh, fake laser light fake him out. <laughs> my favorite was seeing the laser go past him and go. Like, he go. Oh. 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 Dude, you, you don't do anything. Like, just imagine. Apparently, he has ball. not played video games in the last 20 years. Josh, just imagine this a tennis ball. Instead yeah. of swinging a racket, yeah. you just have to put your lightsaber in front of it. Just imagine it's a tennis racket, you know, Josh. <laughs> uh, I would say for me, you know, I think the best thing was um, our buddy Panda uh, uh, sat in one of the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Galactic Rewind coaster cars and said it was very comfortable. So oh, good. if Panda says that, then yeah. I think I'll be okay because yeah. yeah. we both we both uh, you yeah. talk about when they launched that yeah. Doors Mine Train. Yeah, uh, the complaining session between he and I was just or flight of passage. <laughs> flight of passage. Don't even get me started. Uh, so it's yeah, a, it's I, a three time loser. Attraction. Is it a three a three peat loser for you? Or, uh, two. Or a two, two peat. Two times, and you were with me both times. Yeah, two peat. Two peat. I'm a two peat. You're two peat loser attraction. Uh, yeah. I think for me, you know, outside of the car, uh, I was. Uh, oh God, I don't really have anything. Yeah. I'm glad that the Epcot stuff is finishing. Yeah. Soon. Sooner. Well, sooner than. We yeah. thought so. Yeah. 20, 2023 is close enough for me. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But. Yeah. Hey, I do have some show and tell. Do you now? I do. I forgot this uh, the last time I was around. So uh, if you go to Space 220 and you order a specific drink, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but you will get mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. pack of cards and you get five cards in each pack. Hello. And on the back 
has like a little description of the card. And there's, you can see like there's a Mercury series and a Venus series. And uh, they're nice cards. They're pretty good looking cards. I'm not going to lie. But um, these are selling like hotcakes on eBay. There is a very rare white card that is selling uh, on eBay for $650. Why does a special card always have to be white? I don't know. It's like spin. I don't. Funny. I don't know. But uh, you you can only get these at Space Two Twenty. It's uh, Space Two Twenty Florida dot com. If you want to go visit the website and see about the restaurant, nice. Uh, nice. They said the little elevator was very underwhelming. <laughs> well, what did you want? It was I very mean... cheesy. Uh, it you know you're in a room you're looking down and then you lift off from Earth and there is like no effects or anything in the room you know no rumbling you know yeah yeah anyway yeah uh, hey if you want to get your uh, friends and family something for Christmas we have uh, let's see if I can back this up a little bit uh, what I'm calling bumper magnets <laughs> so there's our tagline we'll see yeah so it's the size of a bumper sticker. But it's actually a magnet. You can put it on your fridge or your car. I'm not going to stop you. you or can your go- friend's car. What? Or your friend's car. Or your friend's car. Or, or your enemy's car. I don't care. I, I don't care where it goes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can get those uh, not uh, at Disney Parks Podcast. We got to set up a store there, John. We, we have set- one. No, we don't. We don't. There's no Woo Commerce over there. Oh, well, that's true. I'll have to do that over the holidays. Anyway, you can get these at DisneyByTheNumbers.com. That's where there's a store right now. Uh, so go to DisneyByTheNumbers.com and that these are in the shop. Uh, they're being made to order right now. We don't, you know, have them stacked up, piled up. So yeah. if you order it, you know, we'll take us a couple of days to make it and then send it mm-hmm. to you. So that's it. And they're cheap. And they're cheap. They're, they're inexpensive. Yes. They're yes. not cheap. They're inexpensive. Yes. They're made with love, and they're inexpensive. That's right. That's right. (laughs) All right. So um, you you got anything else you want to talk about? No. Well, then there's nothing else that you and I could do, my friend, except get Get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. You know, one thing that the Imagineers do really, really well, and, and we've got a buddy who's Imagineer who is a show, a former Imagineer who is a show writer. He does understand the concept of selling, telling a good story. And now we know the backstory for the Halcyon ship from Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Why? Because they shared it at Destination D23. Nice. Uh, many, many, many details were shared about Star Wars Galactic Cruiser, including the backstory. And here it is. And I quote, the Halcyon Star Cruiser is the jewel of the Candrilla Star Line on board the 100 cabin Corillion MP01400 model Star Cruiser. You'll voyage to the far reaches of the galaxy in legendary comfort and style. Uh, recently refurbished and re-outfitted, the Star Cruiser combines modern conveniences with the romance of the age of exploration. Does that tell you anything about the backstory of this hotel? No. 
How does that tie to anything we've seen or heard in the current Star Wars timeline? It it doesn't. There's okay, so perfect. many holes. I mean, look, I don't want to be the complainer guy. I mean, yeah. I know that we both have a tendency to be a little bit more realist than some other mm, Disney mm, podcasters. Mm, mm. And we both love Disney. And that's why we get so frustrated with it, because it's like there's glaringly obvious things like little holes. Yeah. This big one that you could drive a truck through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, how does this tell the story? It's been refitted. Okay, great. We know that it's From a what Corellian. To what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We know that it's a Corellian uh, MP0 1400. We know that it's from the, uh, it's either the Chandrilla or the mm. Candrilla Starline. Mm. That's what we know. It's been refurbished and re-outfitted. I mean, if they oh. said it like, it, you know, it was docked at Lando Calrissian's, you know, space thing or whatever. And yeah. he decided to sell it, you know, and. You know, whatever. At least tie it to something we have reference to. You know. Yeah, and and I think here's uh, so some Disney friends and I were chatting this weekend, and I think here's here's what we suspect. Okay. That this is going to be the story for the first year, mm. and then after that, it's going to change mm. because if you have like any cruise, mm. you have multiple people. So you know, we have people coming on the ship uh, in 2022, mm-hmm. well, if they want to come back on 2023, mm-hmm. it should be a different experience yeah. to a degree, right. as much of a degree as it can. Right. But I did find this out from an anonymous Disney source mm-hmm. that there are people, and I, I didn't tell you this on purpose because I wanted to see your eyes, that have booked back-to-back-to-back trips. On the Star Cruiser. Is their mom going to miss them from their basement? Dude, these are rich people. These are phenomenally rich people doing this. I will tell you who these people are. Since they started with the Golden Oak people, I assume it's them. (laughs) (laughs) Or the next group down from that was the Club 33 people. So I assume it's those people. Those would be my two group of people that would probably... Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, what would be? Yeah, and I I know. (laughs) What would be? What would be the purpose of doing three of them back to back? Just to be able to do everything. So you know what that tells me. So that tells me that this is too short. That they should have it like a regular cruise, like you can have a two-day experience, a three-day experience, four-day experience, five-day experience, six-day, seven-day, eight-day, nine-day, ten-day, twelve-day, fourteen, twenty, thirty. Okay, here's the problem. Here's the problem. A, we don't know everything that's going to be happening on board. We don't. B, you can't do anything after a certain time. Mm -hmm. Okay. You might be able to go to the bar. Yeah. But I mean, how, how? I mean, unless you don't mind spending twenty dollars on drinks every night for a drink, you know how how often? I I say this laughing because I'm surrounded by booze. But I mean, how often could you go to the bar every night? <laughs> well, there have to be other things to do. There'd have to be multiple lounges doing different things, or you know, more engineering things to do, or more 
space training, you know, Jedi uh, training to do or, you know, uh, scavenger hunts on the ship. You know, you're trying to find somebody or something to give them a message. You know, they'd have to add more things to this to make it, I guess, longer than two days. And I guess Disney's Imagineering ran out at two days worth of content. Well, my, my thing would be, it's like, okay, you get on it and then you think, oh, it's going to be all this stuff. I can't wait. Right. I'm going to do back to back. And then you get on it and you're like, crap, I've got two more experiences and I've done everything. Yeah. And then the thing is, it's so funny is, you know, you've got to process through the entertainment concept of it yeah. because it's like, okay, so you've got not to ruin the magic, but I mean, you, you have to have aliens. Mm-hmm. You have to have you know, the people to run all the stuff and make it work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's a point in the point in the day where it's going to have to stop or at least slow down to minimal mm-hmm. and the rooms don't have TVs. Yeah. You know, I mean, you've got two kids mm-hmm. stuck in a hotel room, nothing to do. And after like eight o'clock at night after eight, eight or nine or 10 o'clock at night, yeah. You're not going to take your kids to the bar, although I probably would. But the funny thing is, as we were talking about, is like, what if somebody on the ship smokes? Yeah. They're going to have to go outside. They're going to have to go back to the docking thing, mm-hmm. get on a shuttle, mm-hmm. be flown back down to Earth, uh-huh. go go to where you can smoke, uh-huh. get back on the shuttle, mm-hmm. get flown back up to the Halcyon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, it's just, uh, it's just, it boggles the mind, but. Yeah, I, I can't wait to, you know, because uh, it's going to happen. Some of the tech not work on the ship. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I I don't, I hope, I hope Disney's thought about, well, if this does this or doesn't do this, you know, what's our plan B? What do we do to entertain the guests while yeah. we're trying to reboot, you know, 13 servers to get the characters back online or the you know whatever and what happens when the one of the view screens or both of the view screens go down so you're not looking out in space and yeah. they shut and the blind right. yeah and then they shut the blinds yeah. and you're stuck there for five hours and yeah. somebody starts having a problem because yeah. they're yeah. claustrophobic right or, you know or one of the key you know role-playing people you know calls out sick yeah you know. Some issues there, yeah, but I'm sure they work through all that. It's going to be an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the first three months are sold out, so there you go. Yep. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out how good it is. I'm sure there'll be plenty of pictures and video on the internet. Oh, yeah, no surprise. You know, what would be funny if Disney said you're not allowed to take pictures or video on the ship. Oh my god, bloggers' brains would explode. Wait a minute. I paid three, no, $4,000, and you're going to tell me I can't take a picture here? Yeah. Yes, that's what we're telling you. Good luck for that. Can we have your camera, please? Yeah, good luck with that. You'll you'll get your camera back when you leave the ship. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Hey, Imagineers are stating that Epcot's expansion will be completed in 2023. Apparently, that's when the construction loan money runs out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sure they've got a rolling tab. It's okay. (laughs) I'm sure the bank is like, listen, we we can't keep this rolling forever. 
Yeah. Uh, so at the Destination D23 event, uh, Musical Attractions of Walt Disney World panel discussion, Imagineer John Dennis mentioned that the Epcot expansion will be completed in 2023, I guess over his dead body. Uh, that deadline coincides with the completion of the Epcot theme song that is being composed by Pinar Torp. Topic? Toprek? This is the guy who wrote the original uh, Epcot theme song so he's back for round two uh mm -hmm. the new theme song was previewed at the last d23 expo so but so wait, you know what well, there were no details of anything that's happening which is the same part hang on yeah the deadline coincides with the completion of the Epcot theme song that was being composed by Pinar Toprak. Mm -hmm. The new theme song was previewed in the last D23 Expo, so I guess I only played a portion of it. I think so. I think this so. is what I've got. Like, bum, I got three notes. Name that tune. Name that tune. It's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Close. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I'm glad that, that that we've got some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I mean, I'll be I'll be more happy when the construction walls go down. Mm -hmm. That's that's when I'll start getting excited. Yeah. But until then, I'm going to kind of hold my excitement. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. <laughs> not that I want to jump into comments during the show. One of the guys in the comments like people are going to smoke in their rooms. It happens every day. <laughs> This is not a Disney hotel room that opens up to the open air. Yeah. I mean, you are in a building. It's a cell block. It's cell block. Cell block Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's a concrete building with like five windows. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be. That don't open. <laughs> can, can you imagine somebody smoking in the room and then all of a sudden all the, the alarms go we have to wait to, to take the shuttle down to earth no just get out <laughs> you idiot you never left when's the no. fire when's the fire shuttle start that's right there's a bunch of people standing outside a hotel dressed like jedis what's going on <laughs> all right Let's get off that subject. Yeah. Uh, Walt Disney World has stopped. Okay, this is the, we've got an addendum to this. Tony caught me up to this before yeah. we went on air. Walt Disney World has stopped sales of most annual passes ahead of the busy holiday season. There's a whole long article here. Uh, but apparently now Disney has stopped selling tickets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the uh, only pass, the only annual pass they are selling is the Pixie Pass, which only allows you in a park after four Epcot after four and has and only on weekdays and has blackout dates on top of that. So it's no weekends with blackout dates after four Monday to Friday. It's the most limited pass that could possibly sold on planet Earth. Every other Thursday from two o'clock until four forty-five, and then you can come every fifth Wednesday from six p.m. until six fifteen. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So as John was saying, the, the regular ticket sales have been suspended. So I was curious, <laughs> as a you know Disney newscaster, as you do, as you do, as I do. So I went to Disneyland. And I tried uh, purchasing tickets, uh, and the complete month of November and December are 
completely gone. You cannot buy a ticket for, you can buy a ticket in January, but you cannot have one for November or December. So if you don't already have a ticket to go to Disneyland or Disney World for that matter, right? you will not be able to buy a ticket at this point. So if you snoozed, you lost. Yeah. What does uh, the Park Harper family think of this since you currently don't own one? Not that you had intentions probably to buy one of any time soon. We did, but we weren't planning on doing it until after the first of the year. We're going to be out of town uh, a, a lot of December. Yeah. And know, it's blacked out probably for any ticket you would buy anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is not a, this is not affecting us per se, but it's um, it's interesting. I mean, we knew that the pandemic was going to cause a lot of changes to how Disney runs business. Mm. But I didn't realize it would be like – I could not imagine a world in which Disney said – Stop. No more, no more tickets. tickets. No more tickets. No more tickets. No more passes. Um, That has got to be hurting their bottom line. I mean, seriously. As a stockholder, I'm saying, what the hell are you crazy? Just rate. If the demand has gone up, raise the capacity. Mm-hmm. You know, at least to get you through the holidays so you can get more cash grab, Bob Paycheck. I, right. I, I thought that that's what you were doing, trying to get money. I don't, I, you know, as a stockholder, I'm like, what the hell's going on? As a pass holder, I'm also going, what the hell are you doing? So. Right. You know, because, you know, I watch a lot of football and you look at these college stadiums mm-hmm. to hold 100,000 people and wall to wall. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, okay, so that's happening. And then Disney is restricting how many people come in the parks. And I get it because mm. if somebody gets COVID at Walt Disney World, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. There was a rumor started by a blogger, and I'm not going to say who, uh, saying that they were going, uh, that Disney was going to only allow vaxxed people in the park. That'll never happen. We live in the land of the free here in Florida, and that would never fly. Governor DeSantis would. Find them so much money <laughs> that if think make them think twice about that move. Mm. You know, it's going to be interesting when he runs for president. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. and and then DeSantis would rip the <clears throat> Disney name off of every building and park it was ever put on in the state of Florida. <laughs> yeah, that, that would probably be yeah. the way it goes. So, uh, for you bloggers that like doing clickbait, yeah, interesting. I, I see how you operate, my friends. Poor, poor choice. Poor choice, exactly. friends. Poor choice. Exactly. Do, do it the old-fashioned way. Yep. All right. So Mirabelle from Encanto enjoins Disney Viva Navidad uh, during Disney's Festival of the Holidays at Disney's California Adventure. <laughs> uh, this holiday season, gather your family and your friends for a limited time celebration. Assuming you can have a ticket. Uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios all new musical comedy. It's a musical comedy, John. It's a tour de force of vis- of comedy and music. All right, Encanto <laughs> at uh, <laughs> Encanto. We have no idea what this movie is about. None, <laughs> not at all. Yeah. yeah. Well, here we go. It's set in Colombia. I, I knew that. Everything I need to know. Yeah. Uh, inspires new experiences that expand the cultural representation of Disney. Viva Navidad. Uh, the park's festival holiday favorite 
that features authentic dancers, musicians, costumes, and decor inspired by countries of Mexico and Brazil. 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 Uh, Disney Festival of the Holly celebrates the spirit of Christmas. Navidad, Hanukkah, Diwali. 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 Kwanzaa, the Three Kings Day with live entertainment across the parks. And here is the myriad of entertainment. Yep. You have the Mistletoes. This is a acapella uh, sambo uh, appearing at the Festival of the Hollies for the first time, first time in forever. forever. Uh, they celebrate R&B Christmas and the spirit of Kwanzaa as they perform classic holiday songs with rhythm and soul at the Pacific Wharf stage at the Palisade. Pacific Wharf stage and the Palisade stage. Busy people. They're going to be running, yeah, back, running and back and forth. Then you have the Mariachi Divas, which is a sing-along with this Grammy award-winning group and their signature repertoire of catchy bilingual holiday tunes as they perform at the Pacific Wharf. Nice. Then you have Mostly Kosher. I love the name of this one. <laughs> it's Mostly Kosher. Uh, mostly Kosher. Uh, yeah, that doesn't fly with kosher people, though. Uh, this lively group celebrates Hanukkah with an uplifting and eclectic musical tapestry that weaves together Klemmer. Klezmer. Okay. And Latin, jazz, and rock on the stage at the Sonoma Terrace. Potato, potato, potato. I got a little toy. Then you got Blue 13 Dance Company. These spirited performers turn up the fun with traditional Indian dances that celebrate Diwali and build a Bollywood-inspired party at the Palisade stage. That Palisade stage is being used a lot. (laughs) How does he know? How does he know? Oh, sorry. Then you have the Holiday Toy Drummers. These drummers will march to their own merry beat and perform precision drills uh, with Holiday Cheer on the Palisade, Palisade stage. stage. Man, you could spend twenty, uh, you could spend 150 bucks, get in the park, and just plant yeah. at the Palisade, Palisade stage. stage. Gig after gig, gig after gig. After it's gig. nothing but nonstop entertainment. Oh, there are rides here? Exactly. Then you have, it's, it's like going to uh, the New York State Fair. Uh, Mickey's Happy Holidays, uh, this cheerful seasonal celebration with Mickey and his friends, uh, travel through the heart of Disney's California Adventure Park, encourage, I'm assuming this is a cavalcade, encouraging everyone to join in the fun with Disney Pixar characters, all dancing and marching along to the high energy music and merry rhythms of the holiday of toy drummers. That's not at a stage. (laughs) It's like Visa. It's everywhere else that you want to be. be. Then you have holiday concerts in the evening. Enjoy holiday entertainment for all ages. And guess where? The Palisades Palisades stage. That's right. (laughs) Appearing this year are the Suffering Jets, an exciting festival band that rocks the holidays with chart. What? The what? Suffragettes? Close. Suffragettes. That's what I said. Suffragettes. That's what I said. Yeah. Uh, th- okay. All right. I said that. Okay. Keep Replay the tape. Go back. Rewind. Yeah. Oh, I will. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> uh, with the chart, chart, 
dropping hits from some of their favorite, favorite musical artists. The Fat Cat Swinger, Hey-o. the West Coast's little big band performing swinging selections of holiday tunes presented with a refreshing twist. <sighs> God, please that please let that be a big band made up of nothing but little people. That'd be a lot awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be gonna funny. Play, gonna play a little drum solo now. <laughs> All right, thanks, Herb. Uh, Disney characters, keep your eyes open. You may catch a glimpse of your favorites like Pluto, Chippendale, Clarabelle the Cow, and more, all dressed for the holiday season. And don't forget, Santa's holiday visit, Santa Claus and his joyful elves have transformed Redwood Creek Challenge Trail into a jolly playground of holiday fun. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Uh, All of this is in Disneyland. From now until January 9th. And Encanto will take over movie theaters uh, this week, November 24th. Ooh, they're putting it up against Hawkeye. Do I go see Encanto or do I watch Hawkeye at home in the comfort of my own home? You go to the movies during the day, you watch Encanto, you go home and watch Hawkeye. I would love to if I didn't have this stinking job. Being gamefully employed is is really but biting this is on Thanksgiving, my... John. <laughs> oh, no, uh, it's, be, it's Wednesday. All right, so you wait till Thursday. <laughs> It'll be too late then. <laughs> I want to see the premieres anyway. Uh, if you like this crazy kooky show and would like to support us, you'd like to subscribe and become a Patreon. You get a. Uh, not one, not two, but three extra shows that you can listen to uh, every week in addition to the show that we were putting on uh, every week for our regular listeners. But you guys also get some extra benefits. You get some cool Disney swag. Uh, You get to be uh, part of a family. We we do a show specifically for our our Patreons at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, You guys can hear that show and watch it live just like you're doing now on the Facebook. Uh, but hey, it's a great way to support the show. Keep us doing what we're doing. Allows us to do some really cool things throughout the year. Again, it doesn't cost a lot to be supportive. Uh, at $5, $10, you get the extra shows. There's even a level of support we can get uh, your very own Disney by the number t-shirt club shirt delivered directly to you. And Patreon will even make a way for you to save 10% if you decide to support us all year. Hey, I'm not saying you have to. But if you do, give us a try for a month or two. And uh, if you like it, then stay with us. And uh, if you don't, no harm, no foul. It's not going to hurt our feelings. We just appreciate each and every one of our patrons. We'd love to have you as in uh, as a supporter as well. So go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon and uh, sign up uh, today. All right. Sounds good. Uh, don't forget, December 10th is our annual monorail Christmas crawl. We are starting at 6 p.m. at the Outer Rim. That is a Friday night. Uh, be there at the Outer Rim. That's the fourth floor of the Contemporary Resort. And uh, we are going to go see all the Christmas trees right there and have some cocktails and some gingerbread and whatever else. All right, John, last week we had a trivia question. What does Linguini call Remy at Ratatouille? Uh, I did not know until I saw the answer here, but he calls him his little chef. That's right. Little chef. And the winner, winner, chicken dinner goes to Adam. So Adam, uh, it will be in the mail. 
Uh, hey, John, this week's trivia question is this. What was Nemo's mother's name? Nemo had a mother? Yeah, weird. I know about the dad. I just, I thought she was a deadbeat mom. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Dead meat beat mom. Dead. Same. Dead. Have you heard that crazy theory about Finding Nemo? No. So the theory is, is after the first scene happens where the mm-hmm. uh, all the eggs are attacked mm-hmm. and uh, Nemo's father comes to and he just has Nemo left. Mm-hmm. That he's hallucinating. Oh yeah, I've heard. I've heard it's that, a dream. Yeah, that yeah, the whole yeah. the whole, yeah, the whole movie thing. is him trying yeah. to yeah. psychologically process the loss yeah. of his yeah. family. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, fascinating. Theory. Yeah. So if you know the answer, who is Nemo's mommy? Uh, if you know the correct answer, send it to Disney Parks Podcast at Gmail dot com. All righty. Well, it's the holiday season, so you know these announcements are going to start coming up. ABC and Disney Parks, not us, the actual Disney Parks, mm-hmm. have announced the flurry of stars. Get it? Flurry. Uh, uh, and magical surprises for the holiday specials. It's the most wonderful time. In the as ABC and Disney Parks bring the magic of the holidays into our homes with holiday specials hosted from Walt Disney World here in Florida or Disneyland Resort in California. You know what I'd like to see one year? They do these in different parks around the world. Yes. It's time, you know, we're a global community. Everybody celebrates the holidays in Disney Parks. Why are we not doing this? Uh, Derek Ho, Ha, How, Derek How, I can never. Derek Huff. Derek, thank you. Derek and Julianne Huff uh, and An- Ariana DeBose host the Wonderful World of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration, which airs Sunday, November 28th from 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, then Derek and Julianne return to host the Disney Parks Magical Christmas Day Parade, doing double duty, I think, from Walt Disney World Resort alongside Freeform's Trevor Jackson uh, and Sherry Cola. That's not Sherry Cola. Sherry Cola is her name, their name, from Disneyland, Saturday, December 25th from 10 a.m. until 12 p.m. That's how I open my gifts. I don't know about you. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you mark your calendars and watch ABC, ABC and stream. Uh, and you can actually see these the next day on Hulu, which is great. But, you know, it's after Christmas. So, you know, uh, both holiday specials will sparkle with holiday cheer, offering heartwarm, heartwarming moments and exclusive sneak peeks at what's new around the Disney company. Viewers can look forward to a sneak peek at Star Wars Galaxy Star Cruiser. It's a great time to book a trip. Opening on March 1st of 2022, uh, a trip on board the all-new Disney Wish from the Disney Cruise Line, and special looks at Walt Disney Animation Studios, Encanto, and Steven Spielberg's new film, West Side Story. 
When you're a jet, you can. Anyway, uh, as part of the world's most magical celebration commemorating 50 years of the Walt Disney World Resort, every touch of holiday magic will be an extra special iridescent treat. So here's the musical performances for the wonderful world of Disney magic. And I finally got to the point in my life where I don't recognize half these people. I know. Uh, Julianne Huff and Ariana DeBose will sing We Need a Little Christmas, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, and Holiday Medley. Three songs. Three wow. songs. I wow. did not know Julianne could sing. Yeah, I have, uh, actually, she sings country, and I have one song of her. Yeah. Uh, After Party, A-F-T-R-P-R-T-Y. Uh, I'd like to buy an uh, a vowel, Pat. <clears throat> After party, we'll be singing Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home, and Winter Wonderland Melody. Uh, Jamie Allen will be singing Silent Night. Chris, uh, Kristen Chenoweth will be singing uh, Everyone's Waiting for the Man with the Bag. Mm-hmm. And Jingle Bell Rock mashup. Darren Chris will be singing Happy Holidays, the holiday season medley. Brett Eldridge, I'm assuming he's a country guy. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Need to Breathe and Switchfoot uh, will be singing Hometown Christmas. Those two are uh, Christian artists. Nora Jones, hello. Uh, we'll be singing Christmas Calling, Jolly Jones, and Blue Christmas Medley. Gwen Stefani, You Make It Feel Like Christmas, and Jingle Bells. Jingle uh, Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle. Her tongue will never move. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, Sebastian Yantara will be singing Dos Orogantias. Orguitas, oh, Dos Orguitas from Walt Disney Animation Studios Encanto, and we wish you a Merry Christmas. In addition to the parade, musical performances from Disney Park's Magical Christmas Day Parade will include the following. Uh, the aforementioned Derek and Julianne Huff. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Jamie Allen will be singing White Christmas. Christian Chenoweth will be singing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Darren Chris will be singing Christmas Dance. <laughs> uh, Meg Donnelly, whoever that is, will be singing Jingle Bell Rock. Brett She's an Eldridge. actor from the Goldbergs. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Brett Eldridge will also be singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Nora Jones will be singing Run, Run, Rudolph, Run. So that 10 times fast. Uh, Pentatonics will be singing. I saw three ships. And if you could get Pentatonics on your show, why are they only singing one friggin' song? Mm-hmm. They're Pentatonics for crying out loud. Gwen Stefani will be rounding it out singing cheer for the elves. <sighs> yeah, this uh, does not sound like an exciting show. Uh you know, you got Pentatonics, you got Kristen Chenoweth, you got Darren Chris, mm. you got Brett Eldridge, you got Nora Jones, you got some amazing talent. And I think there's some clunkers in there. It should yeah. be interesting. So after party, Jimmy Allen, Darren Chris, Need to Breathe, and the Sebastian Dude are the ones that I don't know off that top list. So um, down at the bottom, it's everybody except for Darren Chris and Jimmy Darren Allen. Chris was on Glee. Oh, Darren Chris right. was. Uh, I didn't watch Glee. Yeah, 
yeah, he's made a little bit of a name for himself. He's a great singer. Good for him. Good, good for him. Good for him. You're doing great. Uh, hey. <laughs> good job, Darren. <laughs> Mickey's Toontown at Disneyland hey, Park hey, is. The- hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Proud of you. Proud of you. Doing great. <laughs> you made it to the Disney Christmas special. <laughs> you get a gold star. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right. We'll send you a Citizens Mickey watch. <laughs> oh, all right, go ahead. Uh, Mickey's Toontown at Disneyland is going to be reimagined with new experiences, more play, and interactivity for young families starting in 2023. We lost ours years ago, so yeah, I yeah. don't know why they've been holding on to this. Yeah, you know. what's up that? So, just in time for Mickey and Minnie's birthday this week, uh, hey, they announced that. They're going to lose their homes in Toontown over at Disneyland. Terrific. Mickey, Minnie, got to get out. You can stay, but you can't stay here. You got to go. Yep. Yep. Uh, An ambitious reimagining of Mickey's Toontown in Disneyland Park will debut in early 2023 alongside new attractions, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. This news was shared at the International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions. And that's called IEPA. For those in the know. Yep. Uh, this was done by our dear friend, Josh Damaro. Thanks, Josh. Building on the legacy of Mickey's Toontown, Imagineers are working to create some all-new experiences so families and young children can have opportunities to play together inside the Disneyland Park. So this must be like our play pavilion over at Ipcot then, if they're going to turn Thank- it yeah, if they're going to turn it into one of those play places. All right. Uh, the beloved Mickey's Toontown will transform into a vibrant symphony of sights, sounds, and sensations. Focusing on today's family with young children, Mickey's Toontown will feature a new play experience as well as open grassy places and spaces for everyone to unplug. The land will have landscaping for both spontaneous family play and parental relaxation. So maybe they're getting pee pee pads like we have. <laughs> pee pee pads and uh uh hammocks, I think would be yeah, cool. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That that's Californian. Yeah. Uh even with a greener and more spacious Mickey's Toontown, the land will offer more play activities and attractions than ever before. From active play to tactile play, new experiences will let children play, slide, spin, splash, touch, listen. Huh? What'd you say, Mom? What? What? <laughs> Did you want me to do that, Mom? What? Put that down, Mom? No. Put it down? It, it, it's got COVID on it? Yeah. Oh, but I've got, I got yeah. the jabs. Okay. Well, let me lick it once, and it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> One of the new areas coming into Mickey's Toontown will be Centennial Park, the first space guests will see when they enter. This is natural space will be anchored by two interactive play experiences. At the center of Centennial Park will be a fountain designed for play, which will also become a center icon for Mickey's Toontown, as its base water tables will invite guests to play with the water, have a sensory experience, and at night, the fountain will be brought to life in a unique, spectacular... A, A nearby... Dreaming Tree will inspire by the tree a young Walt Disney who Aww. would daydream under 
his hometown. Sculpture Tree Roots will provide an opportunity for children to play, crawl, and explore. Undaunting topographic. Why are they making it so complicated? I don't know. Undulating typography is a weird word to put in a Disney post. (laughs) (laughs) The children could be playing on the undulating typography. Really, bro? (laughs) Do the kids care? Kids don't care. Put a tree up. Let them climb it. Yep. In addition to the reopening in 2023 with new family-friendly and adventurous Mickey Mini Runaway Railway Mickey Toontown will still be the home to beloved characters, including, guess who? Uh, Stitch? Yes, and Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and Goofy and Donald and more. Oh, yeah, those guys. Don't forget, Toontown will close March in 2022 for this new reimagining experience to happen. So let me get this straight. They're going to close this thing in 2022, and they're going to get it back up in 2023. Yet over at Epcot, years, years in the making. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Man. Uh, all right. So I left this one towards the end, and I created a little extra space, Tony. So there, there was a story there, but. We've already talked about Christmas. We've got some news about Destination D23. That was kind of the the big story for last week. Thanks, baby. So we're going to be talking about the new and returning live entertainment coming to Walt Disney World Resort through the 50th anniversary celebration, which is exciting because there's some, some new live entertainment and some old returning that I'm very excited about. So... Uh, Disney revealed next year they will be bringing a, back a reimagined version of Finding Nemo the musical. I'm hoping that some of it from the original still is there because, you know, like, that that crush tune was great. Yeah. Um, that's going to be in theater in the wild at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, now we're going to be sharing some additional details with you about this newly updated show, which we're calling excuse me, Disney's calling Finding Nemo, The Big Blue, and Beyond. Beyond, beyond, beyond. That's right. Uh, Disney's new show is set in the timeline of the movie. Say it with me now, kids. Finding Dory. Who called it? Who called it? That's right. Your boy John called it. Uh, When you take a seat in the theater, you'll find yourself in the Marine Life Institute. I wonder if they got Sigourney Weaver to come back and do the the voice Mm. That would be great. That would be great. Uh, as the show begins, we catch up with the fish from Dr. P. Sherman. Uh, P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way. Yep. Uh, P. Sherman's office in Finding Nemo, who've made their way across the ocean to California. Uh, they tell the story of Nemo and how they all got there, incorporating many of the beloved songs and production numbers from the original show. Excellent. <coughs> the team is hard at work getting Finding Nemo, the big blue and beyond ready to open in 2022 and disney's looking forward to sharing more with you soon and our friend and yours josh tomorrow the chairman of disney parks experiences and products announced that phantasmic will also be returning to disney's hollywood studios in 2022 with this incredible spectacular reopening next year it will incorporate an all-new sequence featuring live performers stunts special effects and more interesting 
maybe they're changing the Pocahontas and putting something else in because that's the only thing that had stunts in it. Yeah. Disney also announced recently that the return of Disney on Broadway concert series will be coming with the 2022 Epcot International Festival of the Arts, which will be happening January 14th through February 21st. Uh, Disney's then revealed that fantastic lineup of talent who will be performing during the festival. Uh, if you want to know, head over to DisneyWorld.com for details so you can start planning your trip. Yeah, we're very excited about that little piece of information. Yes. Over at Magic Kingdom Park, Disney's going to be bringing live entertainment back to the Cinderella Castle Forecourt stage early next year with a show newly enhanced for the 50th anniversary celebration called Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. Okay. So there was a show called Mickey's Friendship Fair. Uh Uh-huh. So they've added the word magical to it, and we're calling it a new show? But was it magical? Now, guaranteed to be magical. Okay. Right. I'll they go got back to my videotape, and we'll see how magical. Plus, they got that trap door now. They can make things appear and disappear much easier. Okay. Uh, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair will incorporate favorite scenes from the previous version of the show. There you go, Uncle Tony. <sighs> I hate when I'm right. <laughs> we want to we want to bring a new show, so why don't we take one of the shows that we've done thirty years ago? One of our old shows that we've got everything that we need, and then add we'll, we'll add Frozen More magical to it. We'll add Frozen. We'll add something from uh, Encanto, you know, Coco, yeah, we'll Coco, Encanto, and um, Princess and the Frog. Something else, yeah. Princess and the Frog. That'll 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 do it. Uh, so, uh, like Tony said, we'll be adding sequences inspired by Frozen, Tangled, Princess and the Frog, along with new opening and new finale with Mickey Mouse and his friends in their sparkling iridescent fashions. The uh, show will also include an all new original song entitled "Where the Magic Feels Like Home." Uh, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair will be a wonderful addition to Disney's uh, entertainment lineup for the 50th anniversary celebration. And since Disney's opened their parks last year, they've been presenting the favorite Disney characters in new ways, such as the cavalcades that travel the parade route in Magic Kingdom Park. These cavalcades have been very popular and will continue to be a part of the park entertainment experience. Because we're still not doing character meet and greets. Just throwing that out there. And we're still not doing parades. Mickey's yeah. Celebration Cavalcade debuted October 1st as part of the 50th anniversary. And later this winter, Disney will introduce a new cavalcade, the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade. Adventure Friends, activate. So, <laughs> so it's not Mickey's Celebration Cavalcade. It's yeah. Disney Adventure, Adventure Friends, Friends Cavalcade. With an exciting lineup of characters all embarking on a great journey through the park, the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade will feature the most characters of any cavalcade to date, including, but not limited to, Nick and Judy from Zootopia, Baloo and King Louie from The Jungle Book, Jose Carioca and Panchito from The Three Caballeros, Miguel from Coco, plus Merida, 
Moana, The Incredibles, and so many more. So you got to know that Mickey and Minnie are going to be there. It's mm-hmm. got, you got to do that. And you got to have Stitch because he's not represented in the parks anymore. And in early 2022, these cavalcades will be joined by the return of Disney's Festival of Fantasy Parade. Yay. Why no. couldn't we get a new one for our 50th? Why do we have to bring back okay. an old parade? new enough to where I can this vibrant and joyous celebration of fantasy land brings to the streets of Magic Kingdom dozens of beloved Disney characters and stories from the Disney Princess Garden to a carnival of color presided over by none other than Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse <laughs> all of this and more is on the way adding to new experiences you're not going to believe this paragraph just listen kids all of this and more is on the way, adding to the new experiences that debuted with the launch of the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary, celebrating, uh, celebration, excuse me, including harmonious Disney enchantment, kite tales, hmm. as well as other returning famous favorites like Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. So be sure to follow uh, Disney. Check in with us, and as soon as we know more information, we'll share it with you. But that's probably the best news we could hope for. I mean, it's yeah. we're starting to see entertainment come back, which is huge. Yeah, which means they, I guess, have the capacity, the 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 cast members to do those things, right? Which is good. But but the one question I have is kite tails. Kite tails is horrible. It's awful. I haven't heard anybody say anything good about it. Uh, I see more kites crashing videos than I do anything else. There were less kites crashing at our kite party. <laughs> oh, my God. Then there are yeah. this. <laughs> and, and everybody at that party was non-professional kite people. That's correct. All right. They were just bloggers and idiots. Uh, well, I wouldn't call our friends idiots. No. Yeah. But, you know. Hey, kids, how about a little headline news? And now, the headline news. All right, so at Destination D, uh, this past week, they announced this newly revealed Dreamers Point concept, or... Uh, and they flipped the location. It's now the f- not the front of Spaceship Earth, but it'll be the backside of Spaceship Earth. So the backside of uh, Spaceship, Spaceship Earth, Earth. <laughs> uh, the twentieth wonder of the world. Yeah, we think there's a lot of reasons for this. They don't. They didn't want to uh, take down or move the fountain that they have in the front to make this Dreamers Point. There were there was a fountain in the uh, back uh, in that grassy area. I think they'll just put it back in that area where it belonged, which is fine. Uh, Disney is to reimagine the west side of downtown Disney. This is in Disneyland, where they are going to demolish the AMC theater. That's sad that they're going to not have a theater there. So seems weird, doesn't it? That they're yeah. not going to have an AMC theater yeah. downtown Disney. Yeah, yeah. And for us, it's you know, I, I think a huge place where everybody goes. It's, it really is. I Big mean, it, it really it runs an entire stretch of yeah. These springs behind yeah. the stores. I mean, it's yeah, pretty exactly. important to us. Yeah, very important to us. And for locals, we're like, yeah, yeah. You know, you head out of a park, you go see a movie. So it's great. That's right. That's right. 
Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, WDW uh, pass holders we spoke about or paused, and so are ticket sales. So we don't really know the whole. We believe it's yeah. capacity things. Yeah. Uh, Epcot cast members debuted new sustainable costumes made from plastic bottles. Now, when I read this, Epcot stands for Experimental Polyester Co- Costume of Torture. <laughs> so now it's experimental plastic costume of torture? Yeah, apparently. Did plastic become a breathable material of lately? Bro. I don't think so. I have no idea what they're thinking. If I went to costuming and they said, well, oh, here, look, this is brand new. You can wear it. It's made out of plastic bottles. I'm like, what? No. What? I need a breathable material. I have very ginger skin. That needs to be pampered. Okay. I'm allergic to plastic. All right. All right. Take a breath. All right. Go ahead. (laughs) Hey, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Epcot is not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thank God. That's why we can have it. That's just... Sort of. Yeah. Okay. Is that what the is that what the Disney lawyers are telling Universal? No, I mean Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy isn't represented at, at Universal. That's the thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't have any X Men. You can't have any of the big guys: a Thor, Iron Man, Spider Man, mm-hmm. Black Widow. Can't have any of those people because they're all at Universal. Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, Doctor Strange. Um, you know, if they can if they can make uh, Adam Warlock big or Black Panther, I mean, yeah. Which is cool. You know, but there's so many great stories of Guardians of the Galaxy. Even not this team of Guardians. But yeah, that's cool. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There have been height test balloons spotted at Blizzard Beach. So these are normally where they put balloons so they want to check sight lines. Mm -hmm. So possibly Blizzard Beach may be getting some new attractions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> New DVC resort at Blizzard Beach. Rumor confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> you want to sleep in the snow or play in the snow? <laughs> you can wake up in the morning and just slide right in to your favorite water park at Disney. That's right. We got to slide from your room straight to the pool. But you got to do that sound effect from from uh, old Goofy. <laughs> you got to do that sound <laughs> yeah. effect. Right yeah. <laughs> slide right into your favorite water park. At Disney. <laughs> Gorse. Gorse, Mickey, I'm in the slide. That's great. Uh, do you think it's an attraction? Yeah, I, I think it's an attraction. attraction. Yeah. Uh, last time I saw Sightline. They did was- add one to Typhoon Lagoon, remember, a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, so. that's true. That's true. Well, so, I was gonna say. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so it, it, it's time that Blizzard Beach gets a new one. Yeah, I was going to say the last time I saw sightline balloons, they were building uh, the tower at Grand, the Grand Estino Tower over at uh, Coronado Springs. It's been a and while. No, it, it was the sight balloons that they had where they built that the world's largest box. <laughs> Truth. Guardians. Yeah, that was one Those of them. Those sight balloons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they were. Those were huge. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, guys, we want to say thank you so much for uh, watching the live show. If you want to join us. 
every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. You can join us live. Uh, you can also find us all across the social webs at Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, we usually go to Facebook, Instagram, and the YouTube. Uh, come over to our website, which is DisneyParksPodcast.com, where you can find all of our show archives. You can find great blog posts. We've got a great crew of people who are helping us with blog posts. We've got a lot of great information there. Uh, also, you can find links to our friends that we support, as well as our partners in crime, Destinations to Travel. If you're planning any kind of vacation, please <coughs> reach out to our friends at Destinations to Travel. It doesn't cost you anything. They're the best in the business. The best way to get in touch with them is go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. And finally, if you like the show, you want to support the show, you'd like to get some Disney swag as well as some extra content each week, please go to Patreon.com forward slash Podcast and sign up. Give it a whirl. Try it for a month or two. And if you don't like it, that's fine. But I bet you're going to love it just like all of our other patreons other than that my friends uh you good t you got anything else you want to throw in there got nothing else all right happy thanksgiving everybody we hope you have a wonderful holiday we're very grateful for each and every one of you and as we always say if we don't see online we'll see you in the parks The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 